All right, I want to welcome on my next guest, two-time Super Bowl champion, Jim McMahon. Jim, how's everything going? Well, doing great. Sitting out here in sunny Arizona, nice and hot. Not not too worried about this COVID-19 and this heat, so. Yeah. Things are good, right? Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, it's a wild time we're in right now. So we're about a little over a month removed from the draft. Did you have any initial takeaways just from how it went or any of the guys you like the fits? I don't even know who got drafted. Um, I don't keep up with all that anymore. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I have a question. So some questions just about your early career. So what made you choose BYU? Well, when I was going to college, I I really wanted to play baseball. Oh, and, and I told all the schools that I visited that I wanted to play both sports. And uh, the majority of them said, no, you're not going to be able to play both sports. And so I, I, the two schools that actually said I could play both were uh, BYU and Nevada, Las Vegas. Oh. And uh, Vegas happened to be my last recruiting trip. And that's when I came home, I said, Dad, I'm going to Vegas. And my dad said, no, you're not. He said, it's not a big enough school. This and that, he was worried about me continuing on with my career. And I said, look, I, I know I can get to the next level, but I think Vegas will be a lot more fun than BYU will. Yeah. yeah. Sure, it would have been, but uh, things worked out okay. I ended up going to BYU. I only played baseball for my freshman year. About I played about 10 games, uh, but they didn't tell me I couldn't get out of spring football practice. So I had to go. Uh, I'd play a game of a doubleheader. I was playing in the outfield and uh, throwing the ball from the outfield, throwing the ball from the pockets, two different motions. And uh, I was having some early arm troubles anyway, so I decided uh, – you know, after about 10 games of running up and down that hill and then going yeah. to football. And since football was my scholarship, you know, I just uh, had to drop the baseball. But I still enjoy it, still watch, still watch the games, especially during the uh, playoffs. But uh, that's the reason I ended up at BYU. Cool, cool, cool. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it true that you played punter? It- well, I made the varsity my freshman year as the punter. But I was, I was still a third-team quarterback at the time. But uh, in order to make the varsity squad, I, I needed to be, you know, do something. So I always was able to kick the ball okay. So that's how I made the uh, varsity. That's wild. And then so fast forward to when you guys are playing SMU, when you're down, you're down three scores, barely any time left in the game. How did you guys muster up that win? How did that happen? Uh, a lot of uh, divine intervention, I think. I mean, we had no business winning that game, but – you know, we didn't uh, – I know I didn't play uh, good early on in the football game, and SMU had had probably the best team at that time that money could buy in college. So uh, they, they were pretty stacked, and uh, they were running up and down the field on us. And, uh, yeah, with about four minutes to go, we were down 20 points. And uh, somehow we got the ball down and got it in the end zone once and then kicked an onside kick, got it back, scored again, uh, tried another onside kick, uh, didn't work this time, but the defense finally held Eric Dickerson and Craig James to less than the first down. Uh, they had to punt. We ended up blocking the punt, and we got the ball back with about, I think it was 18 seconds left in the game, and we were on their, about their 45-yard line. And the first two passes I threw were incomplete, and then there was three seconds on the clock, and that's one of those, you know, just Hail Mary yeah. play. Hey, somebody get in the end zone and either tip this ball or catch it, and let's win this game. And that's what happened. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. And then so so fast forward to the draft. What was your first experience like meeting Ditka? I met him the night I was drafted. I flew into Chicago um, from Utah. And uh, I, I met Coach Ditka on the way into the building, actually. It was actually his first year as well. And um, and then from that, it was just a brief hello. You know, I had to go see uh, George Hallis, old Papa Bear. He wanted to talk to me. And so that's that's where I was headed. So I just a, just a brief hello to the coach the first time I ever met him. And then what was your first first experience meeting Walter Payton? Oh, I've been asked that before, and I can't remember exactly the first time. It was probably at either a practice or maybe even a meeting first. Um, but, you know, it wasn't one of those, you know, I didn't know anything about Chicago. Um, all indications were when I was going to get drafted was, was by the Baltimore Colts. And they drafted right ahead of Chicago. And, um, you know, I had been back to Baltimore. They, they kept telling me they're going to draft me. I, was, I had dinner at Johnny Unitas. Oh, or, wow. At his, at his restaurant there in Baltimore. He said, oh yeah, you're gonna love the city, this and that. And next thing I know, um, my attorney actually had a player that was on the Colts uh, running back and they were having trouble signing that running back. So my agent told them, look, you're, not, you're never gonna sign me if you draft me. So uh, they passed on me and I ended up at Chicago on the next pick. So. The only thing I knew about Chicago was Brian's song, the movie, and uh, and my folks had met there in in uh, back in the fifties oh, cool. during the Korean War, and uh, and that's where my older brother was born. But other than that, I didn't know anything about Chicago. Interesting. And I saw. Is it true that you showed up to a team function for the first, one of your first team functions, beer in hand? Uh, well, I was drafted. That's when I I got out of the limousine. I'd just taken a three-hour flight, about an hour drive to the um, to the facility. And there was beer in the limousine, so hey, I was thirsty. <laughs> looked like I was 18 years old. You know, I was almost 22. So, uh, yeah, I had a couple. And then as I got out of the car, I there was a couple left, so I took them with me. <laughs> and the uh, press made a big stink about that. Hey, no big deal. That's that's awesome. And then, what was the deal with Pete Rozelle and your headbands? I, I never I never got that. Uh, well, Pete. Pete had fined me the week before uh, in our first playoff game and uh, <clears throat> for the Adidas headband that I'd been wearing all year long. But it never had a, there was never a word said to me about the Adidas headband. But I found out later that Adidas at the time was not paying the NFL. So they, uh, they imposed a fine on me for wearing the same thing I'd been wearing for the couple of years, actually. And so, uh, I knew they were going to find me a lot more at the next game if I had worn it. So I figured, what else can I do? I was, you know, five minutes before kickoff, I was deciding what to put on the headband and <laughs> name on there. And uh, I didn't get fined that week. He actually called and said, thank you for the free advertising. So <laughs> that's what that was about. That's wild. And then so the, the 85 team, did you have a feeling early on that this team was, was meant for something more? Well, we were we knew we were good in eighty at the end of eighty three and and eighty four. We were we were a pretty good football team then. Uh, we ended up going to the NFC Championship game in eighty four, and so we knew we were going to be pretty good in eighty five. And uh, <clears throat> you know nobody probably could have predicted how good that you know we eventually were. But 
as a team, you know, we felt that we had a good chance of, of going to the Super Bowl, winning it that year. Like that. And then you guys, you guys smoked them. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even close. No, no. no. Uh, I would have much rather played the Dolphins because um, that was our only loss that year was against the Dolphins in a game that I wasn't playing on Monday oh, night. Oh, really? I'd like to get a better chance, better shot at the, at the Dolphins. Probably would have been a hell of a lot better game too, but uh, the way it worked out, it was great. Uh, I was happy to win that year. And, you know, unfortunately we didn't win anymore, but the following year, everybody forgot that we were, you know, we were 15 and one that year. And then the following year we went 14 and two. Wow. It wasn't like we disappeared. Uh, we had home field advantage for four straight years in the playoffs. We just didn't take advantage of that. Yeah, that's interesting. That's wild. And then fast forward a couple of years, and you're back on another Super Bowl team behind Brett Favre. What was that like just kind of late in your career? It was more than a couple of years, about 11 years later. But uh, it was exactly 11 years later that wow. we played the Super Bowl down in, in New Orleans again on the same day and against the same team. So that was a pretty much deja vu for me to be down in New Orleans. But uh, yeah, being with the Packers for a year and a half, it was a lot of fun. Brett was oh, cool. a good guy to play, play with. You know, he was just, just loved to play the game. And uh, we had a lot of fun in meetings and in practice. And, uh, you know, he was a hell of a player. And I have a side question. I saw recently you posted a picture with you, you um, and, and Michael Jordan. Did you, did your paths cross early, early on in your career? Well, right after he got drafted? Yeah, we, we, uh, we saw each other quite a bit in Chicago. Um, I believe he got there in 84. I'm not yeah. positive. Uh, but yeah, we used to play a lot of golf together. Uh, I had him over to the house. We were playing pool together. I still see him uh, every once in a while. He oh. makes it up. Lake Tahoe, usually for that event that comes up in July. So yeah, we uh, we had some fun together for sure. What, what were your thoughts on the the last dance? If you if you saw it, did you would you enjoy it? I saw a couple episodes of it. Yeah, you know, I I pretty much seen it live, so I didn't. <laughs> there was a few things that uh, you know I I hadn't heard, but for the most part, it was a good trip down memory lane. Oh, cool, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then so. Um, so I'm in the D.C. area now. So you played with Ron Rivera. What, what do you think he can bring to an organization like, like the Redskins that they haven't had in some time? Well, from his past record, I think he's, he's a pretty good football coach. Yeah. You know, he, was good, he was a good player, a smart player. Uh, you know, you had to be smart to play in Buddy's defense. So <clears throat> that's why, you know, he got drafted. He was a smart player, tough kid. And now, obviously, he's he's done well as a as a head coach. So, I'm sure that uh, Redskins fans will will enjoy what uh, he brings to the table. Absolutely. And then, do you, so you said you really don't really focus much on the pro game now. So you really you really don't really kind of don't really pay attention to it, or do you kind of keep up what's going on in Chicago? Uh, no, I just keep up with friends, like you said, Rivera, uh, Andy Reid's a good buddy of mine. I was oh, finally cool. happy to see him win. Absolutely. Uh, Super Bowl. He's been a great coach for a lot of years. He was my teammate at BYU, so I've known. Wow, him. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's interesting. The late seventies. So uh, he's put on a few more, well, a lot more pounds since then. But, <laughs> That's you know, he's a coach, and uh, I'm glad to see him win. Did and you, I, I believe Leslie Frazier is still coaching in the league. Is one of our yeah. cornerbacks. Single coach for a little bit. So yeah. I just, uh, you know, I check scores and on ESPN like everybody else, and. and uh, just see how those guys are doing. 
Absolutely. Did did you see a successful coaching career when a, in a young Andy Reid, or was it kind of was it a shock to you? Um. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't really see him as a coach. You know, he was my teammate, so I didn't. I didn't know how good of a coach he was. But I was when I was with him in uh, Green Bay. He was our uh, tight ends coach uh, the first year, or my yeah, the second year I was there. I was there for like five games in ninety. And then we won in '96, I believe. <laughs> so for that first uh, first year and a half, he was the tight ends coach. I was very impressed with his, you know, his coaching style. Uh, he, he relates to his players really well. And you got to love an old offensive lineman that loves to throw the football. Absolutely. I mean, Kansas City gets a you know winging all over the place, and uh, he loves that. You know, he was a hell of an athlete himself. And he could probably still wing that ball about, you know, 60 yards. So. <laughs> That's fine. But, uh, yeah, it's great to, great to see him have some success. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, like, what have you been doing to keep busy with the, during this the pandemic? Is there anything you've been kind of putting a lot of time into? Uh, I've been out here in my yard for about three months, just uh, <laughs> cutting down trees, transplanting cactuses. Oh, cool. And, and uh, just trying to get it ready. I'm going to try to sell it soon. Oh, cool. Just downsized a little bit, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Everything that, that I've, you know, was supposed to do has been canceled. So hopefully, uh, things will start picking up soon. Definitely. And then, okay, one last question for you. So when everything sort of starts going back to normal, or when everything is, everything kind of kind of resumes to what it was, what's the first thing you're looking forward to doing? Uh, just seeing some friends I haven't seen in a while. You know, I'm usually I've usually played about probably 10 golf tournaments by now from, from January until now and uh, all over the country. So those have all been canceled and usually that's the only time I get to see some of these guys. So that's what'll be fun, seeing some old friends and uh, having a few cocktails.